Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, where we break down the latest gaming news and give you godlike insight analysis of everything happening across the gaming industry. I'm Mayor Ryan Reynolds. And I'm Matt Bronson. And no matter what platform you're listening to us on, welcome to episode 34. In this episode, we're going to talk about crazy Google bombs getting ready to be dropped on the gaming industry. We're going to talk about the crazy story behind a guy at Microsoft who got put in charge of Xbox who didn't even believe in Xbox. And eight predictions for season eight of Gaming Thrones. Let's roll episode 34. Do no evil. Oh, that's wrong, Alex. As good as any, I guess. Alright, welcome to episode 34 of God Mode Unlocked. We got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. I was first I was gonna put this under God Mode moments, but I think it's the biggest news of the week, so I think we should just talk about it right from the get-go. So, Google had was in the headlines for gaming this week. So, uh, everybody saw this gaming controller, this Google controller, and everybody thought it was a leak. It's not a leak, first of all. Let's clarify <coughs> that. This is an artist's mock-up of a patent that Google made back in 2014, so five years ago. And now, all of a sudden, this thing set the internet on fire, like... Oh my god, it's happening. That's well, happening. well, it probably is happening, but this controller probably... It's probably been changed a hundred times in the past five years. So, don't buy too much into that. But what you should buy into is the following. So, Google's actually doing the keynote, the gaming keynote, at Game Developers Conference 2019, which is next week. So, obviously, they're going to announce something big. So, the rumors are... Here's, here's where it gets really interesting. The rumor is that Google has two actual consoles wow. that are going to get announced. So one is a premium console that they say is stronger than the Xbox One X. The other is like a stream box, which is what we've basically expected from Microsoft and from others. Um, and that they have major exclusives and really known developers and brands already on board. So Ubisoft and Sega are two of the biggest players who are on board. And they say that Sega is actually reviving multiple classic IPs wow. for this thing. Can you believe it? So I what, mean, well, what do you think? I mean, this blows me away because I've been I've been on the train that yeah they're going to come to gaming, but this is way bigger than anything I didn't think I they do a premium console. Yeah, maybe exactly. a streaming box. A streaming box, exactly, because that's what Apple has sort of done, and you know Google. Google just seems to sort of follow Apple at this point, you know. Like well, they, and like you said, they always take these like giant steps but then they don't commit to it yeah so yeah. like for them to be doing a premium console really surprising yeah, like an actual console yeah that, that just blows me away because that's like a whole nother level of yeah you right. know like providing a service that's something google does yeah you know, like, google, like a stream box yeah okay. google digital services okay we're on board and this is just a rumor so we don't know for sure but hardware has always been something that google's a little more skittish about yeah you know they just finally got in the phone game just a couple of years yeah. ago yeah well, I have been successful else. so far. The yeah, they've been the good. Pixels reviewed pretty. Yeah, I mean, well. they make good hardware. I mean, I got I got the uh, the Google Home over there, and I love it. Um, so they've been they've been succeeding on the hardware front. It's just I'm amazed that they would do a gaming console this late yeah. into the process when yeah. most of the established players are talking about how hey maybe we're not going to go in the opposite. Yeah, way. <laughs> maybe one won't make consoles in the future. Of course, maybe this is why. You've got Microsoft trying to put their stuff everywhere. And I thought yeah. Google would have the same approach. Yeah, you know, exactly. We're going to put our stuff everywhere. I mean, I'm sure they will. Um, yeah, probably. But I just thought that they wouldn't even bother with the hardware. I think I thought they would just do, like, 
I don't know, the Google game subscription everywhere. Yeah, whatever, that's what I was know, expecting. Like, uh, and, you know, I thought, well, yeah, they'll, they'll do the, the streaming and here's our controller. Go buy our controller, play our streaming service. You know, we're done, we're out. Yeah. And that's all I expected from it. So to hear that they have actual hardware yeah. blows me away, especially a premium. Right. With Sega. Yeah, like the stream box that doesn't and, surprise me. Like, you know, I, could, I could see that. Like, okay, no big deal. Actual exclusives? I mean. Well, I guess they've got some first party developers too. They're working on. And then so they've got Sega. The rumor says they've got Sega exclusives, which. First, on one hand, it surprised me, but on the other hand, it doesn't because we've been sitting here going, Sega does. It seems like Sega doesn't even make games anymore. So maybe this is what they've been working on. They maybe they've got a couple games, and you know who knows? This could be way overblown. This oh, could yeah. this could be cr- a new crazy taxi. Oh yeah, yeah. You know this could not be like I know a lot of people are their minds are probably running like, uh, here comes the new. Think of what your favorite Sega Comic Zone, or you know, like, yeah. I don't know, whatever your favorite <laughs> Sega Vector Man. I don't Vector know. Vector Man, yeah, bring back Vector Man. Echo the Dolphin, but whatever. I, just please don't make it 3D. <laughs> they won't make Vector Man. 2D they, Vector Man. They please, won't make please, Vector please, Man. Please. Um, but now I feel like, and I feel like Game Developers Conference is a great place to announce it because that's one of those conferences that doesn't generally generate a lot of big announcements. So Google's basically gonna run floor with game developers. Oh yeah. Conference. They're they're gonna come in and they're gonna everybody's gonna be talking about Google. After oh yeah. That. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense. Um. Yeah. It it definitely does. Um. What do you think about um, pricing on these things? Well, that's a good question. I, I my sweet spot for the stream box. The thing that I've always had in mind is can someone get like ninety nine. Ninety nine dollars. Yeah. That's what I said. Because that that's like. An immediate no-brainer. Yeah. Anybody who wants it can yeah. get it. Double digits, not triple digits. Double digits, yeah. $99. People are going to be like, okay, that's that's fine with yeah. me. Um, I feel like 149 No, no parent is going to shy away from that for their kid yeah. on Christmas. Yeah. Like $99. And I feel like okay, one four, I, I feel like 149 There's a huge difference to me between 149 and $99. The perception If it's $99, yeah. I, yeah, I'll just, I'll, okay, I'll buy it. Right, whatever. If it's 149 yeah. that's when I go, eh, eh do I really need right, it? Right. No, probably not. And then I put it back on the shelf. Yeah, when you're under, I mean, and with tax and everything, you'll be over 100 But, that, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's, 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 it's that, that mental, mental. Yeah. It really hundred bucks, okay. You know, I think it's a bunch of BS. Like when it's like four ninety nine or five ninety nine, doesn't really matter. To right, me. you right. could have made okay, it. It's you an extra hundred bucks. Yeah, you could have made it five hundred dollars. Yeah, you know, like if I'm committed at four ninety nine, I'm committed at five. But ninety nine dollars versus one forty nine, there's definitely a real yeah. difference. Well, it's it's like it's almost like well, this is a minor purchase. It's not going to make yeah, an impact exactly. on my budget. Exactly. Like I'll just buy it. Exactly. It's just like one of those. And it does add up. I mean, yeah. that, that's how we all end up with all these games that we don't need. Because we go, well, it's only 15 Yeah, it's bucks. on sale. i got to yeah. buy it. It's yeah. on sale. And then you buy 30 $15 yeah, exactly. games. And then you got 30 $15 games lying around. But yeah, I think for the stream boxes, I have a feeling you will see some of them come in at that 149 But I think the sweet spot, they're really like hard to refuse. If you can get $99, I think you're sitting pretty. Yeah. Um, what about the premium one? I, I'm just so curious to see how premium is premium. Well, they say it's stronger than the X. Yeah, because for a year... Well, I mean, obviously it's going to be stronger than the X. But well, not necessarily. They don't have to dive in. Because like, they're like two years later. Well, yeah, but they don't have to... 
they don't have to commit to that level. That's what I'm like. I mean, the switch is far. Oh, that's true. You know, they don't have to go that's that true. deep. But they, the rumor is that they are. Well, I mean, the rumors for PlayStation Five and the next Xbox, the premium versions anyway, was that they would have like dedicated GPUs and CPUs yeah, yeah. as opposed to the APU, uh, solid state is, drive. Yeah. So, like, I'm expecting something up above five hundred dollars. Yeah. Which, which is really intriguing to me because. You know, it's it's going to be for the truly hardcore. Well, that's see, that's they're coming in at a weird time because I think you're going to see in the next year, you know, probably coming out of this E3 and this holiday, you'll see price cuts on the X and the PS4 Pro because they basically got a year worth of life left. So they're going to want to sell yeah. as many of those as you can. So if Google positions themselves, let's say with a five hundred ninety nine dollar console, that's a new platform. That you know doesn't have a ton of games to start. Well, I think you're gonna have they're they're kind of in a weird middle ground because you can get a X or a PS4 Pro and have tons of stuff, mm-hmm. or you can wait a year and you can have a PS5 or a Xbox, whatever we call this thing. Um, so I I don't I don't know how that plays out. I guess it's gonna depend on what games you know what capabilities and games does this thing come out with yeah and so wait when is the uh, gdc oh 19th yeah march 19th mm-hmm. so is that before ne- no not before the next episode. More, yeah, a couple more days, more days after so it will be interesting um do you have any do you want to swing for the fences and say what one of the sega ips is gonna be sonic what would you even call that a revival though? Hey, sort of. I mean, where's Sonic? Sonic Dance? Adventure well, Three, years. Sonic Shuffle Two, uh, Shinmu Three, uh, well, Shin <laughs> Shinmu Four, Shinmu Four. You um, know, Shinmu Three comes out in like like a couple, a few months. Yeah, but nobody cares. And nobody exactly. <laughs> nobody's talking about it. <laughs> After all those years yeah. and years of begging, you know and no one funny? even knows what's you know coming funny out. Is, remember, go back a few years to that PlayStation conference when they showed. Um, what was it? They showed Final Fantasy VII remake, yeah. Shinmu, Shinmu Three, and The Last Guardian. Yeah, and like just just look at what happened with all three of those games. Like people are people are just losing their minds about yeah. that conference. But then just look at what happened. Yeah. What actually happened? Yeah. Like The Last Guardian just came and went. And nobody, yeah, nobody cared. Like Shinmu Three is coming and going, nobody will care. and nobody will care. And the last Guardian will have performed better than Shamu Three, I think. Probably. I can't see Shamu being a success. And Final Fantasy Seven, God help it's it. Gotta it's got to be a next. It just like started development or something. Yeah, they like said they just started the building phase, whatever that means. Unbelievable. It's been like five years. I I don't even have a guess. Sega's got one of those developers that's got so many IPs that it could be anything. If yeah. you go back to like the Genesis days and stuff, they've got so many IPs. Yeah. Like, Maybe House of the Dead. That'd be cool. That would be cool. I, I don't know that that'd be super impressive. I wish they'd bring back like the arcade stuff. Nobody does that stuff yeah. anymore. I'm so sick of, it's the biggest open world yeah, game yeah. ever. Like, yeah, no, no, no. I, I, just want, I just want a good experience. Yeah. Now, Sell like, me a $30 House of the Dead. Yeah. Give me a gun. <laughs> Give me a gun. Like, All right. So, speaking of Sega, this transitions us into our next point, which isn't really big news, but we had to put it early. The Sonic live-action movie design leaked this week, and it's so universally bad that even Yuji Naka, the creator of Sega, <laughs> came out and said that he doesn't like creator, it. Creator of Sonic. Son- right? Sorry, yeah. sorry. Creator of Sonic. Even he thinks it's bad. 
Did you see it? Uh, no. Oh, God. Did, did, thank your like lucky a, stars. Oh, wait. Oh, I've seen the design. I didn't see this. Was it a tweet or something? Yeah, just the design. That's all. Okay, I mean. yeah. Yeah, I've seen the design. I've seen that. And I've had. Why is he covered in hair? I've had nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you hear the. You probably did. This was just today. Uh, uh, supposedly, we'll see if this is true. A leaked synopsis of the trailer came out. Yeah. Guess what the song is in the trailer. You'll never guess. I, I shouldn't make you guess. It's Gangster's Paradise. No! That's the rumor. No. That's the rumor. Apparently, it's like a buddy cop movie. Like, like Sonic and the Sky are like driving through, like, uh, where, what is it, like Green Hills or whatever? Like, like trying to clean it up or whatever? God help us. What? <laughs> it it, it know, could be fake. It could be totally ever fake. Ever since I was a little kid, I always wondered, why do they do this stuff? Well, the design is definitely not fake. I mean, we know that. Oh, yeah, we, yeah. We've seen the teaser poster, yeah. so the design is real. Yeah. That, that nightmare is happening. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, we ever since I was a little kid, I always wondered, because they, they especially, Hollywood especially does this to video game movies. Yeah. Above all else. They just they take it. Them. And, yeah, they make it into something completely Look different. Look at the Mario movie back Yeah, and, it's, and I just wondered to myself, like, who is this marketed to? Yeah. Like, you've just pissed off the fans to, right. to the nth degree. And if, and if you can't, see, that's the thing. If you're going to make a movie based on a property... Yeah. You need that base. That's the whole point of yes. taking, making it based exactly. It's to because you have a built-in base. Yeah, and so, they want to see one hype, thing, and they'll hype it up, and they'll grow the buzz. If you don't please that base, you've got nothing. Yeah, and you know, you used to see this with superhero movies where they would take it and they would turn it into something else for whatever. I don't understand why. Like they don't have to; well, they just do. See, I see this, and then it bombed because that's not what the fans want to see. I, I, I think a lot of it at times was basically writers they didn't want to for the longest time I think they didn't want to just do the same thing they wanted to be different you know I need to show that I, I can put my own spin on it and it was always trash yeah. always um, and but, you know it just seems like they, they haven't moved past that with video games yet um, though in the case of Detective Pikachu maybe that's not yeah, <laughs> yeah that's not an entirely bad thing we'll see so, Devil May Cry 5 just came out. It launched to both critical and seemingly fan success. And, you know, I haven't played it. I probably won't See, play if it. See, if we had the soundboard right now, I'd be hitting the unstoppable. Well, that's my thing. Like, <laughs> it seems like Capcom can't miss all of a sudden. For, for, for Until, like, the last year or two, Capcom's one of those companies we're looking at going, are they going to make it? You know, because they... Yeah. They weren't releasing a lot of games at all. The ones that they did were... That was uh, like all of Japan in the 360 era. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, are they going to make it? And now, I mean, they've got... What have they done? They got RE7 was a decent hit. And yep. then RE2 was an even bigger hit. Yep. Um, now we've got Devil May Cry. What am I forgetting? All the other good games that they put out. But what are they? Like? I'm trying, I don't to, know. trying to think. They've got at least... People have been saying this, and I've been wondering what they're talking about exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because um, I've seen this online where people Dragon's are like, Dragon's oh, Dogma was perceived pretty well. Yeah, that's kind of a remake. What else did they make look recently? Monster Hunter. Monster oh, Hunter World. Yeah. Is that true? Between those... So, in the last two years, they basically... They're batting a thousand. Well, yeah. I mean, especially the last three. Monster Hunter, World... Resident Evil 2 remake, mm -hmm. and now this. I mean, just yeah. crushing yeah. all three of them. So I think, I think the question now, I mean, is well, what's next? Like, what are they going to? Because they're just, like you said, they're crushing it. So, I mean, I have no doubt that the Monster Hunter team 
that seems like a very dedicated team. Like, they're not going to be put on something else. Like, they're working on the expansion this year, and then the year after it'll be, you know, the next Monster Hunter. I think we'll see Resident Evil 8 for the next Resident Evil. Devil May Cry... I think the Devil May Cry franchise has kind of become one of those, like, once-in-a-generation type franchises, you know? I don't think you'll see Devil May Cry 6... Well, I got a feeling that's going to be the norm for, like, all franchises going forward. It might be. Just because development's getting so right. difficult right. and expensive. So, I mean, the director of Devil May Cry 5, uh, I believe, was the director of Dragon's Dogma. So, I think we might see another Dragon's Dogma, or... I keep wishing that Dino Crisis would come back. Oh. I, I, they're testing the waters with Onamusha, too, because I did that HD remaster of Onamusha recently. Yeah, so. see, I don't know. I don't know because... I feel like maybe they'll bring that back. We've said it on this podcast numerous times and, you know, you know, when we say stuff on this podcast, it happens. It usually happens. It happens or or somebody dies. But, you know, so as we've said it numerous times, this has whole, to be a matter of let, time. Let me interrupt the somebody, somebody dies. Let's give this some context. So one of our big things on this podcast is our God Mode moments. We always try to predict what's going to happen. So last week I walk into the studio here and Matt is listening to Prodigy and we I don't even know if you knew who it was at the time. I was like, who is this again? I've heard this song and then we're like, oh yeah, it's Prodigy. Yeah, yeah. Like literally two days later. I haven't, listen, oh, I haven't listened to Prodigy in, in 15 10, years. 10, 15 years at least. Two days later. I think it was two days later. It was the next morning. It might have been. Because it was Monday morning, wasn't I don't, it? It was very soon. It was within like 24, It was the next morning. 36 It was the next window. morning. We wake up. The we find out he's dead. He was dead. I mean, talk about God for a moment. So now we're terrified. Anytime we say something, it's like the kiss of death. Yeah, like, and uh, just, just be aware of Buster Rhymes that... I had your music going. I haven't listened to you in 10 or 15 years. and uh, Judging by recent photos of you, your heart might yeah, not be working so yeah, well. Yeah, you're, you're definitely on the watch list. Okay, so I guess moving on from that. But, yeah, I think we've talked about what we'd like to see Capcom do now. Oh, I think the new Mega Man was perceived really oh, well, yeah. too. Yeah, Which Mega was, Man like, the last that. thing I expected to be a yeah. hit. Especially I after that, that game Mighty day. Number 9 bomb. Yeah. I, I know that had nothing to do with Capcom, but... But yeah, we'll see what's next for Capcom. Really interesting times. And it, it's exciting to see some of these Japanese developers kind of coming back into their yeah. own. And not just not yeah, just drowning out. Because there was a while where it was like, is, is the Japan development scene just going to become irrelevant? Maybe like, Sega's next. <laughs> Sega and Google. That's so Sega. It's just funny to me, though, that whenever somebody enters the, the console space, Sega seems to get with them. That's well, they did with Microsoft. Yeah, they and did the with Xbox. Microsoft. Now they're doing with Google. We'll see, because of all that. Sega wants to rise from the ashes. I was gonna say, I feel like that's part of the reason why they can't sell any <laughs> games because they're always on platforms that don't have any <laughs> hardware. Yeah. So, maybe in the least surprising news of the week, Kojima came out and said that Death Stranding is behind schedule. Shocking. How surprised are you Shocking. by this? Ah, you. Seems like every game's going to schedule these days. I took this as it's not coming out this year. Yeah. He said it's not that far behind. With the, it's yeah, not. he said, yeah, I saw that. He said, he said it's like within reason. a little reason. bit behind. Yeah. It's not too bad. Um, so I assume that probably means like three months or so. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, one quarter. I feel like maybe it's like a 
They probably make a March done. 2020 release yeah. or something like that. They probably were shooting for Christmas this year, but yeah, they'll probably be next year, early next year or sometime. Did you see that he's been taking it around and showing it like a two-hour demo to developers? Has he been walking it with it with like a human <laughs> on his back, walking it across yeah, Europe with his back, with a ba- with a baby in his arms? Yeah. Um, no, but apparently all the development studios have said that they're completely blown away, that it's revolutionary. But you never know. Like I, yeah, I, I never believe stuff. Right, in I never believe way? stuff like in that. the artsy way. Right, of, right. Oh, this is, I never believe stuff. This like is that. moving the the artistic. You know. Well, whatever. that's the thing. They've still said nothing about the way this game plays. Nothing. Yeah. And. Well, I mean, there's got to be some surprises here because right. it's Kojima. Well, see, and that's and the there's thing. Nothing he likes more than surprises. That's the thing is like Metal Gear Solid Five, and I'll keep saying this: it's the best third-person stealth action shooter in existence, gameplay-wise, no question. So I see what he did there, and I feel like there has to be some type of evolution on that. Like, there's no way they designed all those gameplay systems to just abandon them after one game. There kind of has to be. A lot of those elements that are being carried over, there has to be, yeah, you know, hiding from those invisible monsters, and which is the thing right now. You've got uh, Bird Box. What was that movie that just came out with um, A Quiet Place? Yes, I yeah. feel like it, that's all like it's They're all rage. connected. Yeah, it's it's the absolute rage right now. In fact, um, one of the other, I think maybe Apple has like a similar kind of when because they're about to announce their streaming service yeah. at the end of the month. And I heard that they have, they had at least pitched to them like a similar concept. Yeah. So, yeah, it seems to be the rage right now. So the things you can't see or hear or whatever. Right. So Blizzard this week, this was an interesting move to me. Not so much that it happened, but what it could mean. So Blizzard released the original Diablo on GOG. It's already out. You can get it now. So if you never played the original Diablo, go Is get it. Is it GOG or GOG? I, I don't know. <laughs> I Gog sounds Gog. really stupid. Yeah, I always call Gog, Gog. mode unlocked. Gog. It's one letter from Gag. Um, but they also announced Warcraft 1 and 2 are coming to GOG. So there's two things, I think, to take from this. Notice that Diablo 2 and Warcraft 3 are not here. Warcraft 3, there's a remake coming, so that's why. Mm-hmm. Diablo 2, there's rumored to be, maybe not a remake, but... A remaster, re-release, something. Rejoice, Tyler. Rejoice. Yes. <laughs> Wherever you may be. But I think the bigger thing for this, for me, is... Was this a rogue move by Blizzard because... Because they're sick of Activision and they're... Yes. Or is the Activision, like, realizing, like, that, like, you and I have bashed them for how, like, short-sighted their business model is. Are they finally say- seeing, like... Okay, yeah, we're sitting on a gold mine here of classic games that will take no effort to re-release that we can bring in some quick cash with, and let's put our games everywhere. Oh you yeah, know, like yeah, because before they were trying to funnel everybody into Battle.net, just every everything go through Battle.net. It's this them finally opening the gates. I think it's I think it's Activision realizing and testing oh, the waters. Oh shoot! All we, we need do money. is all we do is Call of Duty now. So yeah. uh, Blizzard, uh, please help. Please, yeah. <laughs> you know, just please put your games everywhere because we need money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it is it just that simple? Um, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see if this pattern continues. You know, what what the, what this means. I do think there's this trend of classic games now getting a lot of kind of love or 
rebirth. You know, and I think that's awesome. Um, you know, the first two Warcraft games, the first Diablo, very influential games. And now Turok, you know, talk about another classic game. Turok, I think it's already available yeah. for Switch, right? This is the bigger news. And well, I think that's a game that probably has not aged yeah. as well as Diablo and Warcraft have. People are thirsty for that Turok. <laughs> Yeah, I'm wondering how many people are playing that right now and going, this, wait, wait, no. people played this? This did not age well. Now, which one is it, though? Didn't they didn't they make like a um, like a uh, remake or remaster Somebody was or working something? on a remake, yeah. Did that ever get released? I don't know. And I I'm not even sure if it was one of those officially sanctioned. I think it did on like the 360 or something. I don't think it was 360. I think it was like PC or something, but I don't know. All I know is the originals did not age well. Yeah, that's whatsoever. what I'm saying. Like, if any kid is playing this these days, like, yeah. if his dad is telling well, him, you know, this is what I played, and the kid's sitting there going, well, dad, you're, you're lame. <laughs> this yeah. sucks. Get it off. I'm playing Fortnite. All right, so time for some rumors. I mean, we already talked about the Google rumors, but that was huge, so we had to talk about that first. So, um, Windows Central broke some some... What they're claiming is 100% legit. We've been talking about the diskless Xbox that's coming, and it just makes a lot of sense. Well, the name, according to the rumor, the worst name of all time, is the Xbox One S All Digital Edition. Who named this thing? Well, it was better than diskless. <laughs> Hell yeah. Xbox Dis- One diskless. diskless reminds me of my favorite joke Discless from... Diskless Xbox. Yeah, it reminds me of my favorite joke from Ghostbusters. What's that? Uh... Well, this is a PG show, so I don't know if I can tell you that one. What scene is it in? Uh, God, they're talking to some... Who's talking? They're they're talking to some guy, and he says, you know... It's got to be a Bill Murray line. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It is. Well, yeah, it is. Um, One of them says, you know, you you got no disc. And, and you know, the guy goes, is this true? And Bill Murray goes, completely deadpan, he goes... It is true. This man has no desk. <laughs> yeah, there's a, that's one of those movies you love it as a kid, but you watch it as an adult, and there's yeah. so much that you didn't I, get, yeah, and yeah. it makes it even better. What I want to know watching this, The Last of Us 2 footage, is who designed this girl's nose? Who? Who? Uh, it's ethnically accurate. Yeah. I don't know. I, I assume it's probably scanned from a real like model. It probably is. I don't know. This see, we're getting to the point now where the human character models are too real. Like I don't, I don't like them. Like I don't want to see people that look like actual like, people. I, I want yeah, to see I mean, video you know, game. Characters. You know what's incredible to me though is like watching this. Um, you know, if you go and compare this to like she's like all sweaty. Do, do you remember like, that Final Fantasy CG movie, uh, The yeah. Spirits Within? I think yeah. it's called. And that was such a big deal. I don't know, fifteen years ago, yeah. whenever it came out. And now this is. And now, like, with in-game graphics, it's it has a game. It's yeah. Um, yeah, we can do even better. Like, and it just looks even more realistic. And I feel like the in-game engines are actually starting to bridge, like, the Uncanny yeah. Valley a little bit. Yeah. You know, I think in that, while I play Anthem, the scenes that you're in in uh, the Fort Tarsus, the first-person scenes, they, they look like CG cutscenes. Yeah. Like, you're playing a CG cutscene. Um, you know the most impressive part is the eyes because if you watch their eyes here, they, like they don't look unnatural. You remember in the past, like the eyes were always yeah, the actual yeah. worst. Like it just looked. Well, Naughty Dog's animations are on another level. Oh, it's just so beautiful. Um, 
So let's let's start with the Last of Us Two rumor. The rumor is that the release date has been leaked and it is coming out this October. I totally buy this. I I don't. Sony's got to have a big game this fall. Yeah. This has got to be it. Yeah. Well, um, they don't have that many games left for you know PS4. They've got this Ghosts and Death Stranding. Yeah. And that's gonna be pretty much it. And I I totally believe that this and Death Stranding are definitely like cross gen. It'll be really games. interesting to see what they do for cross gen. Um, Especially I think, PlayStation. I just think PS5 will be will play all PS4 I mean, games. I, yeah, but I mean, as far as new PS5 games, will they also bring them to PS4 for mm-hmm. a while? Which mm-hmm. is, you know, it used to be a common practice. Yeah. But with the new hardware, I'm betting that the CPUs will be so much more powerful. Well, that'll be, you know, you'll you'll have to literally change the games to bring them a lot to. of developers got screwed by that because like Destiny, for the first Destiny launched on both gens. Yeah. And the previous gen versions got abandoned like a year in because the tech they had to scale it back so far. A that those versions were really weren't even ideal to begin with. Yeah. But then the developers just got so sick of having to like you said, like they're being so held back that they're like, We're we're just abandoning this. Like yeah. we can't do this. Well, I mean the physics and the AI especially, you know, these much more powerful CPUs, like it's just gonna be such a struggle to put them on both consoles, you know, PS4 and PS5. So it'll be really interesting to see what they do. So, you know, stuff like that's a little too much for me. It's like un- it's unnecessary. Yeah, I guess. It's just... I don't know. It's just... I don't know. Getting soft in your old age. No, I'm not... I'm not, like, <laughs> grotesque. I'm not like, oh, I can't see this. Not like yeah. that. I'm just like... It's just almost a little distasteful. Like, yeah. People don't actually kill each other that way. Like, that doesn't actually happen. Oh, God knows. But it's and just... And I know the whole concept is that the world's gone to... I just hate stuff that's, you know... and It's gratuitous. It's sort of like the HBO effect. Yeah, Where, yeah. like, you know, you do stuff just for the shock value. Yeah. And it's like, is there any shock value left in the world? Because, like, anything's... Right. Anything's... Right. That's what I mean. Like... You know? I have seen it all at this point. Yeah, exactly. So I don't need you to do that. Like, but I guess they they really want you to feel like, oh, she's in danger. You know, like this could be, right. These this people, could get are, ugly. these people are terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, I totally buy it. The Last of Us Two will be Sony's big game this fall. I really don't question that. I think Ghosts will come out this summer. I think they'll have The Last of Us Part Two this fall, and then Death Stranding maybe you know this time next year. What game are you looking forward to the most? Definitely not ghosts. I mean, I'm not knocking it. It's just not my style game anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. It could go either way for me. I don't know. I want to like ghosts, but like you say, that's what I mean. It, I think it looks incredible. It's just not my style of game yeah. anymore. Watching The Last of Us Two, like, <sighs> like it doesn't even feel like a game to me anymore. Like, it, like it feels like I'm watching a movie. Yeah. I think that's what they're going for. It is, but, but I, I, that's almost a turnoff. For yeah, me. it's almost like a telltale game almost at this point. So I don't know. It's it's going to depend on the story if they nail the story because that's what the first Last of Us to me was a hundred percent about Joel and Ellie, that you know chemistry between the two of them. Yeah. So for me, it's going to come down to that. I, I think I'm probably a little bit more interested in Death Stranding because it has the potential to be something just totally new. Yeah. And that excites me. So. Yeah, it I could mean, be a total bomb, though. You know, I don't think The Last of Us Two is gonna bomb. No, no. Death Stranding no could way. bomb. 
Um, Death Stranding could bomb, but I. But Kojima's I so it. talented. Yeah, like there's just so much hype around that game too that I'd be a little shocked if it did. Um, you know, with the, the Last of Us, I appreciate the linear nature of it yeah, these days because, yeah. like we were just saying before the show started. You know, every game seems to be like, we got the biggest world ever, you know, it's, yeah. it's 10,000 miles in any direction, and it's like, uh, See, stuff like again? this, though, it's just like, it's almost like the game's playing itself, yeah. and I'm just mashing yeah, buttons. We're seeing QTEs. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I appreciate that, that The Last of Us is pretty linear, and, you know, you can just progress from point A to point B. At least that's what I think. Uh, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Um, but you know, last the Last of Us Part One, which I I really liked the story, loved the story, but the gameplay itself almost seemed like a chore. Like it, it was almost like well, I, you played it like five years after it came it's out. It's almost like I was suffering the gameplay. Well, yeah, but it was just repetitive. Like every portion was just the same enemies. First of all, and See, it was throw, I didn't even care. Throw a bottle, sneak around. I didn't even care about the gameplay. Them. Like to me, that was literally the journey. Like that was that game was the journey of Joel and Ellie. I yeah. didn't care about. Well, yeah, that. that's what I mean. It was more of the story, and the gameplay was almost like a, just a chore to get through. But I'm through. scared about the story in this game. Like I don't really like what I've seen. Yeah, I know. And I'm not saying it's gonna be bad because it could be outstanding. Naughty Dog's super talented. I'm just curious, is there zombies in the game anymore? There... I, I don't... That's what I mean. We don't know a whole lot. They've been they very secretive. What are they called? Are they called Freakers? No, I can't remember. They probably have a bunch of different names. Where the hell did Freakers? Where did I get that from? This is that uh, Days Gone. Maybe, yeah. So let's move on from The Last of Us. We got... So, well, we talked about... Did we talk about the all digital? We started to talk about mm-hmm. it, and then we uh, veered off. We didn't really get too, too far. We were talking about the bad names. Um, oh, that's right. So yeah. the rumor is the Xbox One S All Digital Edition, so the disk drive list, that's what I'm going to call it. Yes. On, disk drive list. Xbox is actually launching next month. Uh, or pre-orders will open next month, I'm sorry. Uh, according to Windows Central, they have this on good authority. Um, when it comes out, I'd say if their pre-order is in April, it's probably coming out in like May. Like, I'm guessing like $199, $149, that... Oh, see that's that's where I mean what's an what's an S right now two forty nine, it's been on sale for yeah, one ninety nine right yeah I don't know if it's one ninety nine officially but it's like always on sale for one I feel like they could do like at least like one seventy nine oh at least I don't think they can get it down to a hundred you don't think so see now that's where I mean I, when we were I talking think about stream box like, when we were talking about you know ninety nine versus one forty nine this was what was in my head too you know as far as I hope they go aggressive and find a way to make it $99 see I just don't think then how do you, how do you charge somebody 400 for an X if they can get an S for 100 I, I think that kind of shatters the scale well I mean the S is no match for the X no with a 4K Blu-ray drive though who cares it's, about that anymore it's I don't know I, I guess yeah, you know, I mean, it is. It's going to be a little awkward for a time because, you know, heart or um, you know, discs in general are sort of obsolete. Yeah, they're obsolete. It's almost like CDs in you know 2005. Like nobody wanted CDs. So you know, now that the Xbox One X I has, still burn CDs, by the way. has a has a 4K Blu-ray. I mean, that's really not. It's not really that big of a positive. In fact, in a lot of ways, it's going to be looked at as a negative. I think going forward. You know, like nobody wants those discs anymore. Yeah, that's, it's a that's, useless feature. That's some 1990s yeah. stuff, you know. So, 
It'll be a little awkward because it does add costs. It's yeah, really sure. just not appreciated. Um, I mean, there's definitely a market for the 4K stuff, but yeah, it, it, yeah, Very it's going to become most people. If it's not just already stream. Niche, it's most people becoming, just want to stream yeah. stuff. Here's the here's some interesting news. So we talked about how there's Age of Empires news coming really soon on Inside Xbox. So Brad Sams, uh, who's this Microsoft insider, said that Master Chief Collection will be coming to PC fairly soon. And then shortly thereafter, Xbox announced an episode of Inside Xbox on March 12th, so two days from now. And they promised Master Chief Collection news. So I have to think that that Master Chief Collection, this is one of those things that I think it's going to be out within like a month on PC. Uh-huh. And I, I, I'm I, interested to see. The instant this hits Game Pass, I'm playing it. What is it? It's Metro Exodus. Oh, I could care less. Oh, it looks so good. I could care less. But I'm not buying it. Uh, I don't buy games anymore. I just play them on Game Pass. <laughs> we'll see how long that holds up. So, yeah, Master Chief Collection might be coming to PC, and you're going to hear news about it on Inside Xbox this week. I think you might hear the news of this all-digital edition Xbox this week on this Inside I'll be really Xbox. curious to see what the PC crowd thinks of Master Chief Collection. Will they, I mean, do, do they care anymore? Or? I think it just sets the ground for Infinite on PC is yeah. basically what it does. Just play the whole franchise before Infinite, yeah. you know. But I remember when, when Halo came out, was it Halo? The original Halo, Halo got a lot of love. Yeah. On PC, yeah. it was kind of cool. It was, yeah. it was different. Loved, well, Gearbox developed it. Yeah. And they had I'm some, trying to remember, was that before Halo 2? Because it had yeah, online. It was. It had online, that which was. was a big deal. I remember they added the fuel rod cannon, Yeah. Uh, which wasn't in the Xbox version. And there was like one other weapon that they added that wasn't... So that, to me, at the time, as a Halo fan, was like so sweet to have these extra... They added some maps that weren't in the Xbox version. Uh-huh. I played it a lot. Uh, all right, so moving on to market mode. Apex hit 50 million players this week. It is still outpacing Fortnite's growth, which... Wow. I, I, I don't know. At this point, Fortnite, I think it had like 40 million players. Apex had has 50 million. So we'll, well see how the, really impressive how the battle it's continues. Not, it's not take kitty. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see if... Because if, you know how kids, kids always want the thing that's less kitty. So, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out going forward. Yeah. You know, parents don't want them to play the, the less kiddie stuff. They, you know, they'll you know, probably push them. Oh, you know, you play Fortnite. It's funny because just this week, uh, a video leaked of Battlefield 5's Battle Royale, Firestorm, which is coming, like, later this month. Yeah. And I can't help but sit there and watch it and think, like, well, who's going to leave Apex to play this? Like, I, I'm saying, like, I think the core Battlefield community will appreciate it. It's a new mode. Yeah. But, like, I don't see did, anybody... Did the video really show off, like, the team aspect to it? Well, there's solos, duos, and squads. Oh, there is solos. They, yeah, originally okay. they said they were only doing squads. Um, there are vehicles in it, which I really don't know that I like that. It's It can help differentiate it, but I feel like if you get a tank in a battle royale, you're just going <laughs> to destroy everybody. That would be awesome. Um, the one cool thing that I do like about it are there, in Battlefield style, there's objectives on the map. And if you complete an objective, uh, you'll be awarded, like, you know, like airdrops come in other battle royales. Well, yeah. And, you know, Firestorm, it'll be like, we'll capture this point and hold it. You know, for this amount of time, you'll get, like, a free airdrop or whatever. So that might create some interesting scenarios, you know. But I just, 
I'm thinking this is gonna. I don't think it'll be able to hold a candle to Fortnite or uh, Apex. It's going to be fine for the Battlefield community, but I'm, I'll play it. I hope, hopefully, I'll enjoy it. But I just don't see it yeah. being the next big thing because yeah. like it's this. funny because a few a few months ago we were talking about how you know Battlefield really had a chance with their battle royale to you know reset everything and try to make a big dent, and now it's like. Yeah, I think the ship's kind of sailed. Like yeah. Battlefield Five's just is what it is, and it's. it's just... I mean, I just want to know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, how is it that you can have three shooters release, you know, so close together, and then just wonder like well, a lot what, of people think happened? that Apex killed Anthem too. Yeah, and it's just well, I think I think in this case, it really sounds like Respawn is like. This is what we're doing. We don't care what you yeah. think. This is what we're doing, and take it or leave it. Like, but even so, why would you have? All th- I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, Battlefield came out in the fall. I don't understand why you want it, because Battlefield, when it released, was struggling so hard that. Well, it still is. Why not focus on what you've already released and you know, clean that up. And then, you know, like maybe for for the fall, say, okay, here's the Battle Royale mode, and sort of relaunch it, cleaned up with the Battle Royale. Well, I would have taken a different approach. They should have not released the game. They should have waited till <laughs> yeah, the, exactly. they should have waited till this um, fall. Yeah. And and launched it with a battle royale. Launched yeah. it with a improved But I mean now that now that the game launched and it was it was in such sad shape. Well, they, they have a chance to fix it and like re-release no, it. No, I don't think they do. I think it's it's so dead on arrival. Well, they now don't. it is for sure. But now they're gonna they're gonna just pour it into the anthem uh, apex. You know. Well, let's talk about them. let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about anthem because that's the next uh, thing here. So Anthem started bricking PlayStation 4s this week. Yikes. And Sony actually started offering refunds to people who wanted refunds for the game because it was like, it, things like, it's like weaponized, basically. Oh and God. apparently they did find a fix for it, like how to unbrick your PS4 if it happened. But this game is just one big mess. Like, this, this came out this week. You know, this is a, another bug got uncovered. So you know the whole point of these games is to get better gear, to keep well, here's your game. Keep doing harder things to get better gear, to get stronger weapons. Yeah. A bug was discovered that universally applies to everybody. The first gun that you start with in the game is the strongest gun. In the That's game. what I heard. And it's a bug. It's not supposed to be that way. <laughs> but it totally negates any oh work that anybody has done uh, to get these harder, you know, these better weapons, these rare weapons and and abilities and stuff. Because, well, the first thing you get is just the best. And, uh, I don't know, it, it just seems like this whole this whole game is just one big dumpster fire that was just one disaster after another. Well, you know, it's kind of odd to me that I don't understand... I mean, yes, games have gotten graphically more complex. I feel like the gameplay hasn't gotten that much more complex, and yet... Like all these disasters, you know. Well, it see, just seems like it's it's ranting. It's funny about. you say that because it's almost like the gameplay, to me, in Anthem even, it's more simplified than many other. Like literally, Anthem is you fly for a, a minute, minute and a half. Yeah. 
and then you fight a group of enemies, and then you fly for another minute, and you fight another... This game, the gameplay is so simple. simple. Like, there's yeah. nothing... The flying and stuff is truly innovative, but the gameplay is the same as a game five years ago. There's yeah. nothing new here. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's the same thing. It's with, Mass um, Effect, like, with some more bells and whistles. Yeah, it's the same thing with Fallout 76. I mean, I know it was online and whatever, but it's not that different from what they had done before on like the 360 and everywhere else so why like why do all these games just have well I think such catastrophic I think the one bugs. thing is that a lot of these games are able to they label themselves as early access or alpha or beta yeah. so it's like well we're, we know it's not perfect we're just going to kick it out the door so we right. can start making money I think you're right and then we'll fix it later I on. think they think that they've conditioned the, the marketplace to accept Unfinished games. Right. And that's that. Like but, they'll, they'll put it out sooner just so they can get a return on their, but I mean, their investments. When you look at... I mean, you, I, I see some value to it. <laughs> but you still got to launch with a certain level of quality and stability. Like, you look at a game like Apex, which came out... And you know that has bugs in it, too. No game is without bugs. There's no one. None. Yeah. But... Compare that to PUBG. PUBG's been out for two oh years, God. and it's still behind Apex. <sighs> Nothing compares to PUBG. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Like that w- that has been accepted. Like, well, well, you know, we're we launched for a year and a half of those two years. They were labeled as early access. So it's like, I still paid for this product. You yeah. know, like I want it to work. You know, I can deal with it for a month or two. Like, I, if the game's good, sure. Like, fine. But it's just way too yeah, frequent. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same way, but it just seems like the, the level of these bugs are just... Yeah, what's causing all far this Far greater than any any other generation. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, like Some developers respond really breaking. quickly, and they'll patch it within a day or two. That's, what I, that's kind of what I expect. You know, other games are leaving them in there for weeks yeah, and like, months. I mean, I expect, okay, you know, you, you fall on the floor... Or, you know, you have a little glitch here, a little glitch there, something disappears, blah, blah, blah. It shouldn't take more than a week to fix it. Can, I can get that, but, like, when you're bricking entire consoles, right. when, you're, when, you're, when your first gun is the most powerful gun in the game, how does that happen? Well, and it seems like you should be able to fix that in, like, a day. Like, yeah. like literally just change a couple numbers in the code, push the patch out. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems... It is bizarre. The, the level of these bugs is just... And, the, and this was a game that was in development for seven years. Yeah. I mean, how does that happen? Yeah, how do you not catch that over seven years? Who knows? Time for some Godspeed stories. Here's one you're going to like. The Tetris 99 Maximus Cup got announced. It's going on right. right now. Today's the last day. Oh, damn. So this is actually an eSports tournament for for Tetris 99. The players with the most wins in this period get awarded 999 Nintendo. This is like an actual... This isn't like a... Fan league. This was yeah, like an yeah. officially sanctioned, like developer built event. That's cool. Even Nintendo's getting it on esports. I wonder now. how much nine hundred ninety nine Nintendo points come out to. Like, I assume bucks. it's no. I assume it's ten dollars. Oh, jeez. Oh, There's no way it's a hundred dollars. Yeah, I think you're right. But if you're a Tetris ninety nine player, period, it's cool. Like yeah, yeah. Just a reason to play it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's and on Switch, there's not a lot the of stuff. Greatest, there's not a lot of you yeah. Know, yeah, competitive yeah. events or the greatest uh, 
Battle Royale game. I still got to win, win a round. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't think you'll ever win. Yeah, I will. It's tough. You know, and the hardest part about it is you start out at level one, and it's like, you better win in those first few games. Because <laughs> once, once, once you go against up, the population. Yeah, because once you go up, like, those people are absolute... Monsters. Yeah, like, I assume they've been playing Tetris for, like, 40 or 50 yeah. years. I mean, they're just beasts. I still can't believe that this game isn't coming to other platforms. I really can't. Yeah. I have to wonder if it, they're just holding it back for they're just a few months. monsters. Because Nintendo gave them some money or what. Um, speaking of Battle Royale, H1Z1 has been passed to a new developer and it's now been rebranded Z1BR. It's changed its name from H1Z1 oh, to Z1BR. That'll change everything now. And it, So they, they, uh, they overhauled like everything. Like the gunplay, the movement system, like everything and it's out now they launched a new season if you're a classic h1z1 fan maybe check it out like I, I have very bad news for these people h1z1 was a better name yeah it was z1 br i think they just wanted to are we they should have just called it h1z1 2.0 are we gonna call it zyber i don't know <laughs> hey, what are we calling this i don't know z1 br just sounds dumb i i what wasn't it called I think it was just called H1 in the beginning. Yeah, I don't know. H1's even rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it, it does. Just, it just kind of flows. I, I've heard that people tried this and they're like, okay, yeah, it might be a little bit better, but there's just so much better in the market now it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, Because this was the original Battle Royale yeah. before that PUBG. That sailed. Here's another one for you. Nintendo Labo VR got announced. What the hell is this? I don't understand what this is. Uh, Nintendo Labo I thought is... Nintendo Labo was like a Happy Meal box. Yes. Like, what? It I is, still it don't is understand. The Happy Meal box. It, it's just games you play with pieces of cardboard. But are, is an actual video game? Yeah. Sort of. Well, how are they How are they doing VR with this? I don't know. No, it's like $80, I think. I mean, like, the, the actual Labo is sort of like AR almost. Uh, I guess maybe like you do stuff with the cardboard cutout and stuff. the switch knows you're doing it yeah like you can play you know you, you fold up into like a keyboard and then when you push the keys like it'll the switch will actually recognize which keys you're you're pushing yeah that, that type of stuff um or you know I think one of them is like a, a fishing rod and you can like cast and do stuff like that so I mean it's just one more step to, to make it um you know, VR, but where, what VR device? That's what I, I don't know what, I don't know anything about this. I heard this and I'm like, well, what the heck is this? Like, it's only $80, yeah. so I, I just don't know what, what the heck's What going device? That's kind of surprising. I mean, that's, this will be Nintendo's first foray into VR, I assume. Well, no, the Virtual Boy was out like 20 years oh, ago. Oh, God, let's not discuss that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, let's not discuss that. Um, so EA announced their EA Play 2019 which is the Friday before E3. They're not doing a press conference at all this year. They're, Thank God. They're just doing live streams. Thank and God. For the past several years, EA's uh, conferences have been pretty bad. So They were entertaining in that, like, how bad can this get kind of way. Yeah. It was like watching a train ride. Some people like, are. Yeah. I mean, the, the flip side of it, though, <laughs> is that people are worried, well, it's another blow to E3 because it's not part of E3. It's, they're just doing some basically Nin- Nintendo Direct style. Sad. I mean, it, they, it's better to watch for sure. Oh yeah, it's definitely better to watch, especially. But it's gonna be a little sad if 
E3 does really die. Right, that's what I, I mean. mean. Some people are like, oh, geez. Just because it was another... like that one... So Sony's not coming, EA's doing their own thing. It was like that one huge celebration of gaming that like yeah. literally everybody took part in. And right. If that's gone, that's going to be a little sad. Right. And it was so hype. Like, yeah. It was every just, year, it's like, yeah, oh my so god, it was, E3. It was the Super Bowl of gaming. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like... You know who is sad. doing an EA, or uh, doing a press conference at E3, though? Devolver Digital confirmed that they, they are got, back for they, another E3 The absolute conference. best E3 conference. <laughs> the most bizarre conference Without you'll question. ever watch. There's lots of news that you'll like this week. Octopath Traveler's getting a prequel for wow. mobile. What do for you think mobile? about that? Wow. Didn't you like the first... Did you play the first I, one? I played the demo. I didn't oh, play okay. the full game. Okay. I mean, it's been on my list of things to do, but... I think for mobile's not a bad idea. Yeah, for mobile, that's a real interesting idea. Um, you know, obviously the game will, I think, will port pretty well. Yeah, I yeah mean, that makes all, sense, I think. All RPGs should be on mobile. I don't know why they aren't. Yeah. Because they just make so much sense, especially turn-based ones. Because that's just, you know, that's yeah. just... Yeah. Mario and Luigi should be on. Yeah. Superstar Saga should be yeah. on mobile. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Or like that style game is what I mean. Yeah, exactly. It'll have to be or Superstar Saga. Or Paper Mario. Or yeah. Any of those... Any, any turn-based RPG should definitely be on mobile. Um, CD Projekt Red says that Cyberpunk is releasing, quote-unquote, when it's ready. I took this to mean it's not coming out this year. I mean, they've always said that, though. Yeah, but I, I think if Even they're still, that, like, if they're still apology, saying they it... said, oh, it's coming when it's ready. If they're still saying it, I'm thinking, okay, it's not coming out this year. Because they were asked about the release date, and that's what they yeah. said. This is pretty ironic. Days Gone just popped up on our screen. Yeah. No, next no, thing next on the agenda topic. is that Days Gone has gone yeah. gold. I mean, just the perfectly finished. timed. So, did you want to do an over-under on whether this game is a success or not? Yeah, this game is definitely an anomaly. Uh, you know, there was like... Going back, Sony had like four big games for 2019. Yeah. I think this was one I of didn't, them. Well, did they include this one? I don't know. Because remember, that's they did, what I was remember when remember. they did E3, they didn't even talk about It was about really this? sort of like three and a half, because this one, they almost seemed reluctant yeah. to talk about. I was like, oh, well, yeah. Well, at E3 yeah. last year, they talked about Last of Us 2, Death Stranding, Ghosts, and... Um, I'm trying to remember. Was this the fourth? No, it wasn't. They didn't even show this. Spider-Man. Oh, that's right. They didn't even show this. You're right. So, yeah. So, this was always the red-headed stepchild of uh, the 2019 lineup. And so it'll be real inter- interesting. I mean, Sony has delayed the game. You know, Sony, they... They kind they, of have they that genuinely, seal of quality right yeah, now. Exactly. Where if they release something, it, it's going to be good. And, and since they delayed it, that means that they were pouring more resources into it. Making sure... I, that I don't think it'll be a great game. It might be an okay game. My but, concern about it is that it's... And I, and I know we bash Sony for this and... Uh, we harp on it, is that it's just another single-player open-world game. Yeah. And, it, you know, it may be very good, but, like, those just aren't for me anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to play them. I mean, the last one I finished, I finished Horizon Zero Dawn. And when I finished that game, see, I, I was like, I am done. Did you just see that map? Did you I am see done. I don't know. I think this game's actually going to be pretty linear. I mean, maybe it is, but... They, I think they have but said I don't want to sit there and play world. a 50-hour single-player, you know... I mean, it looks decent, but... Yeah, I think they said this game's going to be open world, but I strongly question what their interpretation yeah, of yeah. open world It's not going to be like The Witcher. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be really go anywhere. It's going to be go anywhere in the area we let you go. Yeah, yeah. So... Well, Horizon is kind of the same. I yeah. Mean, 
It, it was open world, but it was pretty, like, stay on this path, kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we're going to stick giant mountains up here that you can't scale. Yeah, exactly. Like. So, so I'll be a little surprised if it's really that big. We'll see. We'll see what I, I don't know how it's going to sell. I, I don't know, like, how well it's going to review. We'll see. Oh, I don't think it'll be. I think it'll definitely be the weakest of, you know. Could be. The next three games they release. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like I was saying, I, Death Stranding could get anything from or from a 10.0 to a 2.0. That game just could be <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. So 3D Realms. There's a name we haven't heard in a long time. The creators of Duke Nukem announced the game called Wrath Aeon of Ruin for PC, Xbox, PS4, and Switch. And this game is built on the original Quake engine. This All is right. an old school... And see, I like stuff like this. Not Fired just, out of a jet engine. Well, it's just more of that, like... Classic games getting love. I, I think that's awesome. Like, we've come into this period of time where, you know, old school is cool again. At least yeah. to some of us. So, you know, I don't. I don't see many kids wanting to play this game, but it's cool to see developers going back and being like, well, let's see what we can do with this now. You know, thirty years later. So we've got some interesting did you knows, and uh, this first one is is absolutely great because you and I have hammered. Don Matrick <laughs> virtually every every week for the past five years. I mean, this this really explains a lot, doesn't oh, it? Oh, totally does. It, it explains so much. So, Seamus Blackley, who was basically one of the fathers of the original Xbox, and has since moved on from Microsoft, uh, came out this week and said that Don Matrick, who was with Microsoft for a long time, and during the Xbox, the tail end of the Xbox 360 era to the early Xbox One days was the head of Xbox. Phil Spencer's predecessor said that back in the day Don Matrick actually tried to block presentations to Microsoft about the possibility of building a game console. He said it was a bad idea, isn't even worth our time, it's not viable. My question is, how does that guy who yeah. at Microsoft looks at that guy and says, okay, we want you to be head of this yeah. division now. Well, you know how it is though. Like, at some corporations, if you've been there long enough, and you're the, you're next in line in the pecking order, and if the guy that came before you doesn't have the courage to say, "Oh no, no, we're going to pass you over," then you just you just move up the chain. But um, it just makes you wonder, like, what what would Xbox be like if if Peter Moore had handed the baton off to Phil? Directly. Yeah. Yeah, and there yeah. was no Don Matrick. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine where Xbox would... Because Xbox 360 was so well positioned when Peter Moore left. Yeah. And it just makes you wonder, like, where would they be now if sometimes, they went though, from strength to strength? Sometimes, though... And I'm not saying that this is, like... Obviously, it didn't work in their favor. Maybe it will in the long run. Having that massive misstep is the thing that lights the fire under you. So, yeah. like, Phil, Phil comes in knowing, like... like like hungry, like hungry, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like we need to freaking change yeah. this division. Our backs up. against the wall. Yeah, we need yeah. To just swing. And that the may work out to their advantage in the long run. But um, you're right. That, I mean, they've lost this generation because of Don Matrix's oh, early decisions. 100%. And I well, just decisions, indecisions. Like yeah, he didn't yeah. know what the hell he was doing. Well, look at this. Pull, pull Don Matrick up on the screen. <laughs> but you look at this guy, you can't tell me that you can, and I, I hate to be this way, I hate to be <laughs> judgmental, but when you see him, you can look at this guy and tell. This guy has no idea what he's talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Like, he's just, look at him! 
Like, how can you say that that guy is like, yeah, he looks like a great tech exec. Yeah. I hate to be, you know, judging a book by its cover and whatever else, but he looks like a doofus. You know, and it, like this is not somebody to be head of like a high tech. I've been saying this right along though. I mean, I didn't, I didn't hate his vision for the Xbox One. Well, in some ways, he was ahead of his time. Yeah, but the, I, yeah, he wanted well, all digital. A, my, he wanted all digital. Today we're talking was, about exactly, all digital. Exactly, exactly. Look and my point dude, was, though. is that if he should have stuck to his guns, like, yeah, you made this product, so just stick to your guns and like see what happens, you know and. I feel like his biggest mistake was that he just chickened out. And I feel like that's the difference between Microsoft and Apple. Is Apple, you know, will put something out there. People they double will, down. People will scream and say, that's, that's terrible. Yeah. But Apple will be like, too bad. This is what yeah. we're doing. You don't like USB-C? Too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, they don't have the USB-C. What, and that's, that? that's one of What's the things. What's uh, not... Uh, yeah, lightning. Yeah. You don't you like the lightning port. Yeah. Too bad, you know. Or you don't like or, not having a headphone jack. You too don't. Bad. You don't like not having the SD card yeah. expansion. Too bad. Right. You know, like we're this is the direction we're going in. You know, we know it's not the way everybody see, else goes. I think that's that's the thing is that a lot of people when they hear these things like like with this initially, everybody just went, "Oh my God, always online and." Oh my God! You oh my know, God! TV, TV, digi- TV, digital only, and and you don't. Nobody sits back there and thinks. There's probably a thought process behind yes. this. What is it? Yeah. They, it, they just go. This is terrible. You know what's funny though is Apple and Google both are all TV, TV, TV now. You know, Amazon's even TV, TV, TV. You know, all their competitors were doing that stuff. Yeah. They were actually out in front of all of them. Like, yeah. And that's why it just to me I was like, well, what if they had just stuck to their guns? I do like, think though this did become the future. It did, but I, I do think that there was a lot of I mean, I basically heard that he wanted to he he wanted to take the whole Xbox brand and he basically said, Well, gaming's a waste of our time. We just need to be a multimedia. Yeah, thing. I think you're and, right. And I think that was and a that mistake. he was definitely wrong. And yeah, I did hear that like he wasn't supporting the game development yeah. studios. Well, clearly, because they don't. Well, yeah. Phil came in with nothing. Complete no games. empty cover. Yeah, complete empty cover. In that respect, he was definitely wrong. And hearing this news, though, I mean, it, it lines up completely with what we've seen from you know Xbox under him. Like, yeah. He, he definitely moved way away from the gaming, way more towards the uh, TV and aspect. Phil, Phil has said, okay, and we're actually going to lean into the gaming, like not just. Not just a little bit. Like we're gonna go way beyond what you expect. We're yeah. gonna yep. become the best gaming platform that we can be. Um, I I just think I look at that and I say, how do you look at a guy who's like, no, this is a bad idea. We shouldn't <laughs> yeah, do this. Yeah, yeah. And then say, a guy who's right. trying to kill this thing. Yeah, because you want like, oh, somebody yeah, 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 who's yeah. like passionate and believes in the product. You know, yeah. and Phil is clearly that. Phil yeah. clearly loves gaming. He he believes in it. He wants to help it grow. You know, that's why he fits that role so well. Whereas, I don't know, and I I think of the same thing. I see it in government all the time. Like, we elect people that that want to destroy the thing that they've been put in charge of. And I don't want to get too political. Yeah. But like, yeah. when you want a lawyer, you don't hire a chef. You know, <laughs> like that kind of thing. Like, why would you put yeah. somebody in charge of something that they don't believe in? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that just doesn't make sense. No. So. Talking about not getting political. Here, here we're going to get a little bit political. You, Notch is the creator of Minecraft. Our next two stories are actually a little political. Yeah. Well, the one's kind of just like kind yeah. of funny. 
Notch is the creator of Minecraft. The dude's insanely rich. Um, and he's always been kind of free with his political opinions, which is fine. And you and I have talked about that. We oftentimes wish that a lot of people would just not express their political opinions in public because yeah. it, or or that we wouldn't read them because it kind of ruins your perception of oh. them and it, it goes both i mean it really is kind of a, a both sides yeah thing. yeah like because you, you see it on facebook and i always wonder like to me it seems like a lot of people just seem to want to argue like, yeah they, totally they don't just, they're not just presenting their their side of the story they're presenting it in a way such that it'll be it's they inflama- know it's they inflammatory know, yes they know it'll be 100% inflammatory yeah. to other people and to me I, I just hate the disingenuousness yeah I mean if you believe in something okay we, we can discuss it I mean you should want to change people's minds but when you just think that like your your side is just so right that you can just be as inflammatory as you want See, and that's, that's just I, t- right. I totally agree. Like, I try to be very, I mean, I am an elected official. I try to be very open and discuss things with people in a public setting, like on Facebook. And tell, I always try to, you know, encourage discussions of actual, like, policy or, but yeah, oftentimes, like, everything just boils down to, like, these theoretical, like, theological, like, Discussions of like ideology that have no ap- real application yeah, to, to the anything. Nth, they, we, you always got to take it to the nth degree, yes. you know, like to the utter extreme, and it's just like okay, whatever. So, so, <laughs> so, I guess the real news here is that Notch this week came out and said, "I don't even how to, know how to pronounce this word. Is it canon or quanon? These people that oh, believe QAnon, in, yes, QAnon. that believe that the mainstream yeah, media, like, I don't know, and the deep I, state are involved in a mass conspiracy against the Trump administration. Oh, and, but the here's the thing about Notch. That's the deepest of. The he's deep, one of those right? guys that if he just created Minecraft and took his money, because like he had a really great story. He was just this nobody from like I think like Sweden or something. Yeah, he made Minecraft like all on his own. And, you know, like, everybody who worked with him said he's, like, a super great guy. He treated everybody really well. But in those years since, like, he complains about, like, like how his money is such a burden. And, like, nobody treats him fairly anymore because he's a billionaire. And <laughs> he's come out with all these, like, alt-right, like, really strong views. Like, if you don't have money, then you need to just, like, shut your mouth. And Money like, is such a burden. That reminds me of that song. You remember that lyric? No money, more problems. No, the other one. Um... <laughs> Oh, never mind. Just, just keep going. I, I just wish, though, I mean, you and I have said that a lot. A lot of times I wish that people would just not... And I'm not saying I'm, that they don't have freedom of speech. They do. But it's just like, I'd like you a lot more if you just didn't get political. You know, just yeah. just talk about Minecraft. That's yeah. fine. So the next uh, funny business. Trump called Tim Cook the C- he's CEO. Is his technical title, right? Yeah. He's not like chairman or something. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. He's CEO. He, he sure. called Tim Cook of Apple <laughs> in a big conference. Tim Apple. And did you see the clip? <laughs> no. He said it so... Pe- I've heard about this. He said but... it... Like, the way he said it was so... Pe- like, he, he, he goes... Like, he totally just, like, went right over his head. He's like... Thank you, Tim Apple, and then he like just keeps going like That's no, all like, like Trump does. I, well, he definitely he didn't even know. He didn't even know he did it. He, yeah. he just thank you, Tim Apple, and Tim's Tim's literally sitting directly next to Trump, and, <laughs> and Tim, Tim's just sitting there like, okay, yeah, all right, <laughs> whatever. The, the thing just rolls on. 
All right, so here's a, I don't know. Well, let's, well you, I mean, that's only half the story, though. The other half was that, did you see that he he changed his Twitter handle to Tim Apple? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. That makes it sense, just, though, actually. He just changed it to Tim and then the Apple logo. It actually logo. makes sense. Because, what, I mean, what do people associate yeah, with I mean, Apple? It's a great idea to lean into it yeah. in a way that won't, like, Offend anybody? Yeah, you're right. You know, he didn't sit there. He didn't whatever. sit there and go like, "Ah, yeah, that's not my name." Yeah, he just leaned into it. So here's a draw your own conclusions. I, I guess there's two sides to every story, but let's get what you think here. I forget the guy's first name. I think it's Masahiro, but Sakurai, the creator of Kirby and Super Smash Brothers. Oh, that explains a lot. Uh, he's been really sick for a long time, and he actually is so sick. That he, uh, and so he, and he developed the new Super Smash Brothers. He was a director of. I always it. wondered why Kirby was like the the hero of the story mode. I was <laughs> That's like, why? why Kirby? Kirby of all the characters, you made Kirby the, yeah. the hero. He was like the head guy at Halloween. Now it makes sense. Yeah. So, just directed the recent Super Smash Brothers, the newest one, Ultimate, and uh, he said in an interview that he actually has to bring an IV drip with him to work because he works such long hours he can't. You know, do it oh, without an IV drip. Uh, and that's there were, dedication. But, well, there's two different... That's the thing. Everything, like you said, people want to fight. and So there's there's one... On one hand, you can say, like, wow, there's a very, you know, dedicated director, employee, whatever, whatever you want to call him, creator. The other hand is, like, wow, Nintendo is really allowing this guy to, like close to kill himself you know like yeah. while developing it and we talk yeah. a lot about the conditions and game development and I, I'm not saying I, I will, I'm not taking a stance either way for all I know Nintendo said hey you really don't have to be here you should go home and he yeah. said no I want to be here I don't I mean I got a feeling this will be his last smash so I yeah. got a feeling he it was to a certain degree it was probably you know I want to be here yeah I think so um but I think there's also it's just Japan, and you know how Japan yeah. is. Like they are dedicated. I just know that a lot of people are like like saying that about Nintendo, the slave driver, they're killing this guy. I probably you know, also true. Could be. I'm just not going me. to take a side because I. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, that's that's dedication, and that's just a sign of how much goes into games like we talk about the crunch and how how long the hours are and crazy there's guys in IV drip to develop Super Smash Brothers so uh, time to talk about what we played this week so why don't you go first as always well you know I just played uh, Super Mario Maker 3DS the whole week in fact I not only did I I can't play, stand this guy not only did I play Super Mario Maker 3DS the whole week I played the same level oh the God. whole week over <laughs> No, I'm serious. I, at one point, I was sitting there just thinking to myself, I wish I had a counter for how many times I've died on this one level. They should do that. I think, yes, just, I think they, Super yes. Meat Boy does that. Well, yeah. And this, I hope in two they include something like that. Because I, I genuinely, it has to be hundreds, hundreds yeah. of times. Uh, you know, like just even in the first jump, I yeah. probably died a hundred times. They should. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at. You know, I'm. Working on the house still, so... Yeah. I played a ton of stuff this week, so... I went back and played, it like, maybe, like, 45 minutes of Titanfall 2's multiplayer, just for comparison's sake. And, uh... 
you know, it is a little bit aged right now, but it's still such a good game. And I feel like, I feel like the multiplayer of Titanfall never really got the shake that it deserved. So yeah. playing it does make, and I don't think we'll see it anytime soon because they're not going to want to draw any attention away from Apex. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really do hope that we see a Titanfall three because you think about it, they did free to play Apex. Let's say they do a free to play Titanfall, just the multiplayer. Because it's, in my opinion, it's as good as Call of Duty. Like, yeah. If they do free to play Titanfall three against the premium sixty dollar Call of Duty, now the Apex has the name that it has and the recognition that it has. I, I still don't see it coming soon. Maybe like five years down the road. I don't road. know. I don't know if you ever want to put it up against Call of Duty though. But that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's that sty- arena style multiplayer. It's that deathmatch style. It's. It is Call of Duty, but with giant robots and wall running. Uh, I played some Black Ops 4. Not not the Battle Royale. Basically, when I've played Apex, I can't go back to Black Ops. It, it feels like Blackout just feels like it's behind now. I played Red Dead Redemption 2, which I know I sent you a text message to. Yes. Yep. I cannot... like. I come close to rage on installing this game every time I play it. And I don't know how I can continue to do it to myself. It is the worst game I have played in I don't know That's so how sad long. to hear. It's so bad. I ha- I shot a guy. So I'm playing, trying to, I'm trying to play the multiplayer. I shot this guy in the back of the head twice. I do like no damage. The guy spins around and shoots me once in the head and I'm dead. Like everything about this game except the graphics and the presentation just drive me insane. And then I played some Destiny 2 and Anthem. Now all I'm going to say about that is, you know, Destiny takes a lot of crap, but in the state the Anthem is in, if you want, like, a looter shooter, I have no idea why you would play Anthem over Destiny 2. I really don't. Like, Anthem has no content. It's like a, it's like a story mode, and that's it. Uh-huh. And Destiny 2 just has so much more. But let's, let's talk about some movie-related stuff. So Idris Elba is in talks to take over as Deadshot in the Suicide Squad. Take over for Will Smith. This kind of surprised me. You think so? Yeah, I'm really surprised because... Okay, Will Smith. I thought Will Smith as Deadshot and, um, you know, Harley Quinn. Um, what's her name that played it? Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. I feel like they were the only two characters in that movie that were, like, they accepted. Yeah. yeah. And I thought for sure, okay, we're going to bring those two back. You know, everybody else, you know, they can be shown the door. Um, well, they killed a couple of them. So I'm, I'm just really surprised they, they didn't want him back. I think he, I think Will kind of bowed out. Maybe. I think he's had, like, scheduling problems. Maybe. Or maybe, you know, he's like, well, you know, DC movies haven't been well received. <clears throat> I don't, don't want to be a part of this like, anymore. Is it worth my time? But it looks like DC's actually truly turning it around. Yeah, you know, we'll I mean, see. Between Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and now Shazam looks like it's gonna. I've heard the uh, impressions are really good. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm way more excited for Shazam than Captain Marvel. I know that. I've heard pretty mediocre things. Not mediocre about Captain Marvel. I just heard that the first half is really slow. Yeah. And see, I think the problem with it now, the problem that Marvel is having, and I don't know if they'll continue to have it or not, is they did all these origin stories for this now this full blown high octane. War. Yeah. So now when you go back and you do an origin story, it's kind of like you're, the viewers are now expecting this like wide reaching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
like massive implications. And I think they're going to run into the issue that. Um, well, I mean, I guess they got a lot more characters, especially now that they're buying Fox. But they're going to run into the issue that you're going to have to have. You're going to feel like you have to have seen all these movies. Yeah. In order to watch the next yeah. one, and that uh, I mean, because that's a that's a big issue for comic books in general. Yeah. And it seems like it's going to come into the movies. I always had that problem. And they're going to have that issue, too. When I was too. reading comics in college, like, I was reading, um, what was the big one that was going? Was it, was it Infinite Crisis? That was going when we were in college? Or Final what? Crisis. Final Crisis. Not fun. What was the one with Blackest Night? Yeah, that too. I think I was, you were trying to read Black, so that you've got the main, you've got these, and they, they make them so they're, like, shorter. They're, like... 7 to 12 issue series. Yeah. But all they pull all these details from like 30 other series. You oh, got to yeah. read the Batman standalone. Yep. You got to read the the uh, Green Lantern standalone. You got to yeah. read because so there's other suddenly things. there's 100 books. Right, so. right. And you can't read them all yeah. and you're you make a point where now you've got to watch 30 movies. Yeah. Well, like you say though, I mean eventually they're going to have done all the origin stories for yeah. all the characters. So the next movie will be building upon the yeah. previous movie. Like, there's no way around it. Yeah. There's, there's just no way around it. You know, a kid I work with said he's 20, and he was talking about Captain Marvel. And he's like, I thought it was pretty decent, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he said it was the first Marvel movie that he saw. Whoa. And he said that now he's he's like, yeah, I'm going to go back and watch all of them. And I was like, you have like 50 movies to watch. God it's going to take you a year. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, with that Disney streaming service, he's going to be able to watch them all. Yeah. For $5 if he really wants to. Um, but yeah, it's just the burden is going to be just huge. And, and, and you're right, like kids coming up today, I wonder how they perceive the Marvel movies. Because like a kid that's 17, he was seven when Iron Man yeah. one came out. Yeah. You know, I mean, did he see Iron Man one? I kind of doubt it. I don't know. <laughs> did, did he see you know the next couple of movies after that? Yeah. Thor and and uh, I had seen did he them even see Avengers? all I don't until. Know. The past few years, it's got to the point where I can't really like. I didn't. I didn't watch Ant Man two. Yep. Um, I haven't seen Captain Marvel. I just saw Black Panther. I, well, I'm at the point where I'm. I'm not going to the movie theaters for them yeah. anymore. I'm just not. I'll go for the Avengers. Yeah. But any any of the other movies, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna wait. I'm yeah. Gonna wait for it to come out on you know video on demand. Yeah. I'll, I'll rent it for like three dollars or whatever and watch it. Yeah. Watch it like yeah. That. Um. All right, so you want to do Winter is Coming? You yeah. want to do eight predictions yep. for Game of Thrones Season 8? Have we had Winter is Coming section yet? Well, we've had some, like, basic, like, news. Like. Yeah, so Winter is Coming is our um, Game of Thrones uh, section. We're going to be discussing every episode of Game of Thrones each week as it airs. Maybe we should call it Winter has Come. Winter, yeah, <laughs> there you go. So I, I was trying to think of the best way to do this. I think the best way is instead of going back and forth, because there's no real like order here. No. Like you just read your eight and we'll talk oh, about your eight, and then I'll read of my course, eight. Drop me I did, mine well, first. I didn't write down my eight. Jesus, so I, how are you going to have eight? Then? I was going to do them off my head. How are you going to get eight out of your head? Pretty easily. So you want me to do mine first? Then? Yeah, you better do yours first while I type mine away. <laughs> you don't have to type them. I mean, if you can do them off the top of your head. No, there's no way I'm going to be able to do them off the top of my head. <laughs> Alright, so so here's my eight predictions for season eight of Game of Thrones. Like I said, we're gonna be discussing every episode as as it airs. 
I have read the books. You have not read the books, right? No. Okay. But we both watched this show. So I'm going to come in hot with my first one. Are you ready for this? Yep. Daenerys and all the dragons will die. And I know half the people are going to... No, not Daenerys. Not the Khaleesi. Oh, my God. People don't even know... Half the people that watch the show don't even know her name's Daenerys. They think it's Khaleesi, which drives me insane. The only the only way I think is I think they might leave the fate of one of the dragons ambiguous, like it could be really wounded and maybe like kind of like flies off and it looks like it's going down, but you don't really know. Uh, what I think the ultimate gut punch would be is if uh, Daenerys dies, one of the other dragons dies. There's only one left. Is if John orders the last one to be executed? I would love that. I would just absolutely <laughs> love that. Yeah, Ned had to execute Sansa's dog in the first season. I mean, I, I if John, because couldn't you totally see Jon Snow, who is very like, we have to look out for the people, you know, like saying like these don't belong, you know, like I, I love this, you know, I love the dragons, but you know, they they don't belong here and mm-hmm. pff, dead. I think that'd be, cause, cause you know, you know that this series isn't gonna end in nice wrapped bows. Yeah, exactly, and that's where I'm going with all my predictions. People are gonna want like all the dragons to be okay, and they want them to live forever. No, that's not gonna happen. And that's why I think Daenerys has to die because since season two, she's been so hell bent on claiming the throne. That's all her character's about. It's my right. It's my right. I have to claim the throne. I think ultimately she's going to realize she's going to have to sacrifice, you know, herself and her dragons to save, you know, the people of Westeros because you know, what what good is she or her dragons for that matter if, you know, the White Walkers just kill everybody. So I think she'll do that, and which, you know, kind of contrasts with Cersei who will just you know, she doesn't care as long as she's in power all of Westeros can you know, just be run through. So my uh, my number two prediction is that Arya Stark's fate we left ambiguous, and you know, I think there'll be half the people will think that she's dead, half the people will think that you know they'll make up their own little. I think there'll be a hint that maybe she's put on somebody's face and kind of escaped off to do whatever the adventures of of Arya Stark. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think there's any way she just, like, lives happily and just lives in Winterfell for the rest of her life or goes to King's Landing for the rest of her life. Like, she's going to continue on with her, like, nomadic lifestyle, basically. And I think I think it'll be very hush-hush. Like, you won't even know for sure that she is doing it. Mm-hmm. It'll kind of be like, uh, I bet you it'll parallel, like, Jack and Hagar's disappearance in the well, second season, I think. Yeah, it would parallel nicely with her wolf, who, yeah, who yeah, you know, did right, the same thing. Right. Sort of disappeared. Right. I think you'll you'll get a hint that you know this person is her and that she's you know taken on a new identity and gone somewhere, but you won't really know. Uh, number three, John takes the throne but declares all seven kingdoms independent. I don't think he's going to want to rule the seven kingdoms. I think he's going to basically de- declare. Not democracy, but, you know, kind of like a United States mm-hmm. concept. Because we've seen the Iron Throne really kind of just ruin so many things. 
and especially coming off of the atrocity that what is the Joffrey and Cersei Lannister years. I don't think people are just going to want another king, but we'll see. Um, Jamie Lannister survives, serves out his days either as the new Lord Commander of the Neo Night's Watch or uh, Lord Commander of the King's Guard, if there even is a King's Guard after this. Uh, Tyrion unfortunately survives. I wish he would die, but he won't. They won't go that far. Uh, he'll probably be Lord of Casterly Rock because Tywin always told him, you know, you'll never be Lord of Casterly Rock. He's always wanted to be, and he's never been taken seriously. So I think he'll finally get mm-hmm. something that he he wanted. Uh, the White Walkers will not be permanently defeated. I don't think they'll close that door. <clears throat> they were defeated last time. They weren't permanently defeated, so I, I think they'll definitely leave that seed that you know the White Walkers weren't aren't just gone. Maybe they're gone for now, but they'll be coming back at some point. If not for anything, so somebody else can write seven more Game of Thrones books thirty years from now. Uh, Euron Greyjoy will at least plan, if not actually betray Cersei. I also expect Euron will die spectacularly in a very over-the-top and grotesque way. Um, you know, nobody talks about Theon anymore. Like, everybody has basically, like, it's just totally over Theon Greyjoy. Like, nobody really cares what happens to him in the show anymore. I will also say that Euron has been one of the most disappointing characters in the show. In the books, he's a, an amazing character. He's, if you want to... If, if you don't care about spoilers for The Winds of Winter, go read Euron's mm-hmm. preview chapter yeah. for book six. It is I hear so, this a lot. It is so great. In the books, Euron, spoilers, in this preview chapter for Winds of Winter, he's planning a massive blood sacrifice. So he's put all these religious people onto this ship, and the rumor is he's going to sacrifice them all on the sea and like summon like krakens or something like that. Because in the books... He's way into magic. Like it's like his thing. In the show, they basically made him this like punk rocker. Like I don't even know what they're going for with him in the show. But he's not good in the show at all. But I do think he'll die a spectacular death. And I think he's planning to betray Cersei. I don't think he. he you can rely on him actually. You know, doing what Cersei wants. Yeah. She's she's being played by him. Um, Bran's body will die, but his consciousness will live on in something else, some type of animal. This is hinted in at in the books a lot that wargs can, their human body can die, but if they're in, let's say, a dire wolf or an eagle or yeah. whatever, when their body dies, it doesn't matter. They just continue to live on. So I think Bran is going to continue to live like in this weird weirwood net, as they call it, and. Uh, but I think Bran Stark, you know, the boy, is going to die somehow. Yeah. He'll probably end up warging one of the dragons at some point and, you know, whatever. Um, there's a lot of theories about if Bran is the Night King and stuff like that. Like, through time travel and all that weird stuff. But and my prediction number eight, my very last prediction, is that the Clegane Bowl will happen. Sander Clegane oh, in the mountain. Come on, that's a softball. We'll fight, and it'll be it will be hype. 
That'll be that's a that's a easy one. But but I don't what what I don't understand about it right now is that the mountain is in King's Landing. The hound is all the way up in Winterfell. And he's going to stay to fight the White Walkers. So how's the mountain going to get the Winterfell? Or why would the Hound go back down to King's Landing? So I don't quite get how they're going to get there. Yeah. But we'll see. Okay, so I went in the direction of, you know, things are never as they seem with right, this show. Right. So I went... Well, they are, though, post-season yeah, five because the exactly. showrunners suck. Exactly. Post, I think, season four, actually. Yeah. Um... Okay, so I I just went for like sort of the, the things yeah stuff. just things you would never guess. Um, so I'm gonna start off with Jamie will die yes, but Cersei will survive. See, she's the character that I think can go either way. I think she'll survive, but she won't be queen. Oh, for sure. Uh, I could totally see her surviving though. Yeah, I mean I don't know how any of that will happen. Just because everybody wants her yeah, to die. Like it's just been it's just been you know foretold and foreshadowed that she's going to die so much that it just makes sense for the rest of her family to die yeah. and then leave her alive. I I could see John... Leave her alive if, without power. If John is the one to take the throne, I could totally see him sparing her. Yeah. Like, like you're going to go yeah. live in Casterly Rock and you will never... Like, not house arrest. Because basically. leaving her alive with her whole family dead and no power... Yeah. Like, that sort of would be hell right. for her. It's, so, pun- it's her worst punishment. Yeah, yeah. So, to me, I, I, yeah, it just seems like they could do that. Um, my next prediction, you're not going to like. John dies. Again? And pregnant Danny takes Drogon and leaves. <laughs> That's terrible. Yep. That is terrible. Yep. That is the biggest Hollywood yep. lame-o <laughs> Yep. So, I don't know where, I don't know if they'll even reveal where she went off to. But, like, I, I just Back feel to like Marine? Maybe. I don't know. No, I don't think she'll want to even rule, like, because once he dies, like... The, well, she doesn't know. have to rule. Well, yeah. I mean, so to the other continent. Or she, she She just... From. Maybe she'll just vanish. Maybe the show will never... Really There's always... Uh, they've never shown it, but uh, Essos is, like, a whole other continent. It's, yeah. like, another... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... You know, it it's might where Melisandre be, came from. Because I think they'll want to keep, like, oh, there's still dragons out there somewhere. I see, so, yeah. So that's what people want. Yeah. So that's why I think they're all dead. Um, and you know her being pregnant, you know whatever. Um, I think she'll be pregnant, but she's gonna die. I think Gendry will take the throne with Arya. How? Because he's he's a, a Baratheon. He's the last Baratheon standing. It'll somehow be revealed that he's he's the last true Baratheon. Well, yeah, but the Baratheons' claim to the throne was never really legitimate. <laughs> no. Yeah, but nobody's claim to the throne is ever. That's really true. Legit. At this point, there doesn't matter. You know, really. So when the dust settles, it'll be him, yeah. and uh, he'll he'll marry Arya, who will survive. No, yep. what <laughs> the yep. warrior princess is yes. going to become the queen? Yep. No, no yep. way. You got to remember, this is this is postseason. She four wouldn't. She wouldn't wanted that. Post, post, she wouldn't want that. Yeah, there's hints that it's going to happen. So. <laughs> no, there's not. So um, in, in Snow White, maybe. Sansa will, of course, rule the North. Yeah, I think that's... She'll survive, rule the North. Yeah. Even though it doesn't really make sense thematically because, you know, her dog died. Her wolf, I mean. Well... And I, usually I, when your wolf dies, you die. Well, I think that's what spurs... But for her, that's what it is. It's the person she was died. You know, she was this, like, very, like, naive, like, I'm a, I am want to be the princess. 
her wolf died, all of her hopes and dreams of being like the nice little petite queen, and yeah. that all went off. And now she's had become this very cold-hearted, like almost like Xerxes, but with more of a more morals, basically. Okay. Um, I have the uh, Golden Company will break their contract, which they've highlighted they've never done before, and will join John fighting the dead. Oh, I, I'm just reaching deep. Yeah. Because. Because you took most of the the good ones. Oh, so. you could you could repeat no, the no, same. No, no, no. It's okay. So um, so that's what I have for that. Uh, I have Tormund survives the whole show. Yeah, he's gonna make it to the end. I hope so. Because he's fan favorite. Yeah, he he really is. So people freaked when they thought he just like kind of died, <laughs> died at the off wall for no reason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ghost will die for sure. He'll die like in the first episode. I think so. Oh yeah. Well, the show hates the, the show hates wolves. the wolves, so they'll just kill any wolf whenever they can. Is there any? Is Ghost the only one now? Uh, well, no, Nymeria's still alive. Yeah, but they keep her off screen. So right, right. But I was just thinking, like, is Ghost the last one? Yeah, it'll be made? interesting to see if they kill her too. I have a feeling that Wolf like will she come show back up in the final and then battle. like yeah, yeah die somewhere um, save Arya or something yeah uh, all the other dragons will die uh, and I guess that's about it that's all I got there it is winter is coming eight predictions for come. season eight starts in like what like a month yeah wow. so we're getting close April fifteenth right yeah did you watch the first trailer. Yes. There's a rumor that that's the only trailer they're going to release. That they're okay. not going to release another one. So I've been like on a pure blackout. In fact, I started watching one of those like, you know, breakdown. Yeah. Things on, on the YouTube. Trailer. And the guy started going. Was it Alt Shift X? I don't know. But the the guy started going. No, it's Emergency Awesome. And uh, he started going. Well, this is a scene from Episode Three. And the instant he said that, I I'm turned out. it right off. I was like, Damn you! Get the hell out of here! You know, like. You did watch the trailer, though? Yeah. I thought... Every time I see John standing behind Daenerys, I get sick to my stomach. <laughs> but... Oh, you know what? We not, Did either one of us make a prediction for Tyrion? I said he'll survive and probably become Lord of Casterly Rock. Oh, yeah. That's, that's good. That's good guess. Although, if there is a king at the end, I think he it, it would be also... It would be good for him to be... I mean, he was a good hand of the king. So, it would yeah. be fitting for him to... The thing about Tyrion's character is basically once he kills Tywin, he's, his arc is, like, complete. That's the thing. So he's yeah. just there now. Like, yeah. he's not really doing anything of consequence. That's kind of unfortunate, isn't it? Well, it's, um, it's okay. It's just he, he becomes, like, a supporting character rather than a main character. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they do with some of these characters. Oh, for sure. Like, what, what will happen in the mountain? I mean, we, we predicted, you know... Or not the mountain, the uh, the hound. Um, you know, we predict there will be the Clegane Bowl, but what How? after like, that, what's the like, will they both die in it? Or? I think I think the thing for the hound, because his character's been so negative and just doesn't really care about living. Yeah. The ultimate thing for the hound would be able to just find peace. Yeah. Like I'm just gonna go live in the woods and. Uh, I just feel like they're gonna kill him. Yeah, it could, but I feel like they'll both die, or maybe that gives his character no. Arc. Or maybe he'll lose. It Clegane. gives him no trajectory. Maybe he'll lose Clegane Bowl, and then Arya will like avenge him. Could be. You know, and, and it, it, I don't think it, it, it doesn't really sort of full circle because Arya really wanted to kill him. And affect then, the grander story. Whatever happens to him doesn't really affect like no doesn't have any implications. Yeah, but everybody wants to see that. Yeah, because he's one of the best characters. He, right. I mean, he just says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm gonna eat every chicken. And yeah, <laughs> you remember that scene? Yeah, definitely. And then you know, like the teeth. The teeth part made it, where he like rubs his teeth on his lip. He, he he has like his acting on that show is outstanding. Like, yeah. he's so underappreciated. How do you think they died with death? Yeah, <laughs> he's just he's great all across the board. Uh, so stuff coming up. Or how do you think it ended? That's awesome. Uh, game Developers Conference is not this coming week, but next week. We told you that. Whew. And then I think the following week is PAX East, which we are going to. Bring in the heat. This so, show's going to get big in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So you better tune in if you're still listening. It's going to be crazy. Uh, what's coming out this week? The Division 2 is by far the biggest one. I'm hearing pretty decent buzz so far. I think this is pronounced Dissidia. Final Fantasy NT Free Edition, which I have no idea. Whenever I, both Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy have become so sprawling. I don't know yes. what's what anymore. Yep. Uh, MX versus ATV All Out Anniversary Edition Motorsport Manager, Fenimore Fillmore Three Skulls of. Take Take I think. Lego Marvel Collection and One Piece World Seeker, which some people might care. That's it for God Unlocked episode 34. The big news of the week, I think, is the Google thing. How, how big of a bomb is this gonna be? Oh, it's gonna and I don't be mean like a, I don't mean like a bomb as in it a might failure. be a bomb. Who knows? But yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> 34 out. <laughs>